Johnny, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most! The return to glory. So, what hole is that anyways that I came into? I came in right on the street, yeah. On the right or the left? 17. Was I right? So, the left is 12, right 17. And then yeah. also 11. We couldn't see 12, though. You can see two boxes. A little bit. Yeah, There's still, still, like, mounds and stuff. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Um, still, like, mounds and stuff. Yeah, seven, I mean, you couldn't even see 17, like, two years ago. And they just cleared all of those trees. <clears throat> I think everyone's doing that now. Extending their courses. Making them more wide open. It's that new style. Yeah. Clovernook's taken out a few trees. I was there on Tuesday and dude like eight those three trees on the left well there's like four or five actually but three big ones and then one gigantic one part three. Oh, big tree on the left I mean you're gonna be like whoa you can see it's wide open Mm -hmm. and then they took some down right of 9T so you can literally play up 10 right now if you wanted to I remember you could start doing that when I was in college like there was a little gap Mm -hmm. like shit just started dying yeah, now yeah. now you can easily play up it, no problem. But they so, can't really extend the golf course though; they're pretty landlocked. You could put another tee box back there on nine. It would, it would put a tree in like right in play, so you wouldn't be able to go up ten, unless you hit like this big gigantic block. And at that point, it wouldn't even be worth it. So, yeah, I mean that kind of can lead into what we're going to talk about today is, <clears throat> like our courses like. Are courses hard, or are they just tricked up? You know? Yes. So, like, when you go to a golf course, and like, oh, the golf course is so hard, then you play it, and you're, like, I hit in the middle of the fairway, like, five times, and I had to play it around a tree, or I hit it on the part of a green, and it rolled to, like, 60 feet away. Or if the pin's just, you know, in a stupid spot, and it's basically a three-putt every time. I don't know. I feel like that's how, <clears throat> that's how traditions is. You played there, right? Yeah, I don't really get that vibe though. Like I know, like you played, you played it every day. So yeah, you played there every day. I've I only played it like two, three times a year. Yeah. So when I first played, it, I liked it, but then once you saw like all, like the dumb pins or the little. Issues, I've seen dumb flags out there for sure. Yeah. Like seventeen, you can have some dumb flags or eight par three. Yeah. With the long green. If it's not in the front part of the green, it's a three putt. It's. We we would in qualifying we play automatic two putt, literally, because it was so stupid. But like ten is that way, and I don't know. There's just some golf courses where they'll just put a bunker, or I mean bunker. I don't think is a, is bad, but there's the trees in the middle of the fairway. It's like Mission Inn. Have you played Mission Inn in Florida? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Who, what, developmental tour, professional, and college golfer like striving to be on Canadian and Latin tour has not played mission in. That's true. I played it as a junior as well. Yeah. Was, I played it in my high school days too. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's real. And you know who loves that golf course? Cap. Cap likes it? No, he hates it. Oh, he Cap hates, hates it, it? So much. <clears throat> every, because they had conference, what was it Wright State? They had conference down there every year. And then he always bitched to me about, like when he went down to play, mm-hmm. how bad. I mean, 
It's not a bad course, it's just stupid. Yeah, it's got some, some quirky holes. holes. Yeah. I I do like some of the holes out there and I do have a fun time playing most of the time on the course, but yeah, the greens are a little iffy as well too. As well as the weird ass holes. Like number ten, it's got the tree in the middle of the fairway, like you said. Seventeen. Seventeen as well. Dude, I had to hit through a little window in that tree and national championship my sophomore year of college and i gotta say i kind of like mission in as well because that's where i got my second team all america status too so <laughs> well, i kind of I mean, balled it, out there in i mean college. that's like the, the sentimental shit we were talking yeah. about last week i mean facts yeah i mean i i w- actually won a junior event there mm. but you know the, i feel like those golf courses like aren't as bad if you're just playing for fun like you know like the tricky ones the weird quirky ones are aren't as bad when you're just going out there and screwing around. But once, like, the lights turn on and it gets a little competitive, that's when it gets frustrating because, then, you know, there's a little bit of pressure. And What are you doing, Jax? Got old Jax here. Yeah. Mike's pup from back in Jupiter. That's where you got him, right? Yeah. I picked him up in Miami. To Miami. What are you doing? Dude, I've always wondered how Huskies survived in Florida. They don't. They should, yeah, it's they a good thing be, he's up here now. Should huh? be in Florida. Look at all his hair. I know, man. What are you doing, man? Like, 50% of dogs. Jax, get out of here, bud. We'll uh, we'll play in a bit. <laughs> Dude, those eyes, man. Yeah, he's wild. Um, he is, a, like, definition of a Husky now. Back then, he was a pup. And then, like, the last little bit that I saw him. He was perfect size. Yeah, perfect size. What, like, 60 pounds? In Florida? No, like, when he was kind of, like, one year old. Oh, yeah, he was, like, 60. Now he's, like, 80. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but when I I had him in Florida, he was, like, 8 pounds. And he was, like, this bit, like, a foot long. And you could just pick pick his ass up. But, man, did he have energy. You got anything in your bag that he's going to eat? I don't think so. Just some yoga gear for tonight. Going to a class. That's an SD card, bud. Yeah, yeah smile. Don't, don't look anything. Nope. Smell that too. Anyways, uh, we got some wildlife here. Um, yeah, we got a few birds today. in the background. Got some birds in the background if you can't hear them yet. Two parakeets? Yeah. Yeah. They've done some weird shit if yeah, you haven't they, heard, if gonna, it hasn't been recorded yet. They're going to hear They're going to think it's a smoke. Smoke detector or... Fire alarm? Yeah. Dude, they did a good um, ringtone earlier. <laughs> yeah. It was back in the day we had a landline. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, yeah. I, guess we're, I guess he's going to have to be in it, too. Sit. Whatever. But yeah. Anyway, back to Mission in. That course is just tricked up. I don't know. Like, what? what is... What do you think the hardest most fair golf courses you've ever played pinehurst number two is one of them ccnc dogwood another one especially since i'm familiar with it um mirrorfield village was tough when i played it scarlet (sighs) scarlet's yeah that's that's up there cold stream yeah, I don't think Coldstream's that tough though. No, it's it's. I heard it's easier since the redesign so, too. Yeah, 
I mean, I feel like any any redesign around here has been taking out trees and taking out trees there is just going to make it a lot easier. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Scarlet man, that's that's a bitch of a golf course. And it's relatively fair. I'm trying to think of like a bad hole. The only hole I don't like is number 12 at par 3. That's 12 or 13. 13. That's a tough one. Yeah. That is tough. Yeah. That green's just not meant for a long par 3 like that. Is it a 5 or 4 iron you head into? Maybe yeah, six? I would say if it's a warm day, 6. But like state, when we played it. Did you ever play state? No. Really? No, I did not play at state. I didn't play Scarlet until Daniel took me out there. Oh, fuck. Yeah, me, me, Daniel, Matthew, Cap went out there once with us, but we, us three would go out there maybe with another person every once or twice a year, just drive up there and play since Daniel was out at OSU. And, I mean, you could go out there. Shout out J-Mo for making that happen. But, yeah, Scarlet's a tough but hard course. Calusa Pines I'd put up there too, but it's just like really tough. There's yeah. there's a point where it's like tough but fair, but yeah, tough. Calusa Pines is just tough, especially into the greens. Those things are like this glass table here. Yeah, I mean I've only seen pictures of it, but it looks. <clears throat> I feel like any course down there is like pretty tough because it's newer and longer. Naples is just so new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, out of those, I, I, I think Scarlet is one of the harder golf courses I've played, and like I said, I can't think of like a dumb hole. I mean, there's maybe one or two, but I feel like every golf course has that. It's like I, I would put Oakmont as my number one, but then you even got like the, like number eight, the par three, like even Tiger Woods is hitting three wood. It's two hundred eighty yards. It's just that's not a par three. You know, yeah, but <clears throat> the next hole is a par five for the members, but it's a par four for tournament for tournament play. It's like five hundred yards all the way uphill. So, I mean, those are just tough. It's not like it's dumb, but when you have to hit like a when you hit it fairly far and you still have to hit maybe a hybrid or a wood into the green, it's a little ridiculous. But the worst is when you, like I said before, is when you get trees and. Or you have to, like, hit around something when you're in the fairway. Like, even if, like, you're just on the fairway and you have to hit around something, it's just like, what are we doing? We should, right. be, we should be rewarded. Yeah. Back to the whole, like, hitting through that window thing. Like, I was really battling myself to, like, either lay up 50 yards or, like, bite the bullet and go for it. And I did bite the bullet. Uh and made it like I hit it through along the green but yeah like if you're in the fairway you shouldn't have to do that no <laughs> not usually I mean that was a that was a freaking obstacle <laughs> still there like I, I try hitting through it every time I go play it it's been a while since I played it but yeah you're talking about 17 right yeah at Michigan uh-huh. yeah when I played there I felt like it w- I would go driver five iron and I'd be because if you go too far you're in the water and if you lay back too much, you have like a 150 yards in. So it's like a perfect at like 115 out, which is like an ideal number. And it's not a small tree. I just think that's just so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if 
if you kind of know the golf course is like that, it's just tri- like tricked up, then it's kind of on you for playing it. Like, there's a lot of golf courses I avoid in <clears throat> many tour events because like how dumb they are. Or I remember I wouldn't play a bunch of uh, events on like minor league tour because it just like wasn't a good golf course. Or even out in LA, there's or on the West Coast, there's a few golf courses I just avoid because it's just like one, a they don't play well there. Or two, I just think the golf course is stupid. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I mean, you can, it's like the Tiger Woods approach. He only plays the, the tournaments that he actually enjoys playing at. So you never see him at, like, uh, Harbor Town. So, I'd say it kind of ties into that. Right. What are some other courses that come to mind besides Mission N? Old course crew. Yeah. A little bit. But that court, I mean, you know what you're getting going into there. I don't know. Um, Let's try to go a little more north. We're west. I don't really know any west courses like that, though. Yeah, I mean, there's just some. It's a lot of just... Oh, okay. So there's this tournament every year. It's a good tournament for the money. It's called the Parker Open. Mm-hmm. It's in Parker, Arizona, which is in the middle of nowhere. And it's like right on the border of like California and Arizona. It's called em- Emerald Canyon. And it's this golf course in like in the middle of the desert. And there's like no grass anywhere. And you just like go to this little property and it just they just put grass in into this canyon. And there's whole there's a hole where it's like a 120-yard par three. Can't see the green because it's so far downhill. Can't see the green. Out of bounds, like five yards over. Hazard just short. Just like a dumb hole. And the, the wind's whipping around it. The next hole, it's 420 yards. 20-yard 20 yard fairway. No rough. All desert. But And if you miss in the desert, good luck. It's the dumbest golf course like the dumbest golf course and then there's another hole that's it's like a drivable par four you can hit a two iron in the middle of the fairway or you can hit a three wood onto the green but if you miss the fairway or the green you have to re-tee and the next hole after that is a par five where you can't hit driver you have to hit a two iron or like a knockdown three wood or you go over the canyon into like this the shit but then you have to lay up because it's 300 yards away and the layup is another like it's like a 50 yard fairway um length and it's like 30 yards wide so it's like hitting into like another green but you have to hit like a five iron yeah so it's just if you're hitting it dead straight all day it's like you don't care but at the same time it's to be so precise and if you Mm -hmm. miss the fairway it's gone and you're like going through the desert and there's rattlesnakes everywhere oh shit so that's what you're talking about good luck yeah like you don't go like no one would go look for their ball like i hit one in the desert and it was like probably 10 yards into the desert i ran hit my ball and ran out like dude they're they're everywhere those things territorial down there too i don't know i don't fuck with them yeah but rattlesnakes they have these like big lizard things that if you i don't know man just too much too much wildlife for me but you talking about a gila monster i think so yeah yeah the big black orange things yeah yeah those things are I think that's what they're called. There's something monster. Yeah, Gila. Like this big. Gila. But yeah, it's just, it's just so dumb. It's probably probably the dumbest golf course I've ever played. Right. But the tournament is just like you know, it's like a good state open. 
So it's hard not to play in it. But at the same time, do you think about the golf course? It's like, oh, the golf course sucks. Yeah, there's a few courses that, that come to mind like that that I've played on the pro circuit for sure. Dude, you know, um, RIP, but Shawnee Lookout was kind of looked at like that. Did you ever play there? Jim Herman's got the course record there. He set it there the last time he played it. So it's kind of a cool story. You should look it up. Um, but yeah, Shawnee Lookout, I don't remember much of the course, but every hole was on a hill, the side of a hill. And it was on like like the foothill or like the river bed of like Cincy or like right next to the river. And yeah, I mean, you had like a side hill, uphill, downhill, uh, upslope, downslope, Y on the fairway every time. The only things that were flat were the tee boxes. I mean, greens were pretty much like that too, but you're describing heritage. Oh, heritage isn't that bad. It's pretty flat out there. It's pretty hard to find a flat lie. Plus me and Dorn played it over Thanksgiving break. Yeah. Thanksgiving break. Like we're still in college, uh, over Thanksgiving. And I, we were like looking at each other cause we were, cause we haven't played it in like five, six years. And we're like, why do we remember this golf course being so much better? Like it just is a little, it's like it was tricky. Like it was like not not like a good tricky, but like a little dumb. Like there's just some dumbness to it. It's like the greens are super. I, mean, I understand it's like the whole PB die thing. Was that like, who designed it? Yeah, I was gonna ask that who the designer was. Yeah, he he. His greens are a little wild, but. Like it just it's a little it's a little quirky. And growing up there, you know, I just thought it was like the nicest golf course ever. And it was you know, my stomping grounds I live me live right here. But yeah, like every hole we played were like it's a weird one. Like this pin's a little weird. And then I don't know, do you remember every hole out there or no? Mm, like I can remember most of them. <clears throat> like thirteen, the par three green is like like this all the way through yeah and if you hit on the wrong side of the green good luck you know i mean i guess that's like that uh like with a lot of golf courses but if you hit on the green you should have like a decent chance to two putt if you hit a good putt but if it's gonna go 10 feet by on a perfect speed that's dumb that's when it gets a little, a little crazy yeah well that's just not picking the right hole location, it sounds like, too. Yeah, well... Yeah, I would say I would say yes to that, but at the same time, it's... The greens are just a, a lot. But, again, like, if you know if you know that going in and, like, you just accept it, it's just... It's a fun golf course to play, and a lot of them are. Like, I liked playing Old Corkscrew because I thought it was challenging, and it really made you think... You know? Yeah, you had to grind out there like on every every shot, every hole. Every single shot. The last hole, dude, like, oh, it's so tight. So Water tight. on the left, bunker up the right the whole way. Yeah. Might be able to clear it now, though. Or is that a... Well, let's look it up on 18 birdies. That old corkscrew. Number 18. From the tips, the carry is 316. Probably not. Probably not, but some <laughs> blokes I know can get it. Yeah. I think Dorn can get it. 
Yeah, if he puts a little red ass behind it. He's got enough of that. Yeah. DK. <laughs> Shout okay. out, DK. What up, Bowie? So, yeah, I mean, you got, you got bunker up the right, water up the left, and then it goes all the way up to the green. It's actually a pretty cool finishing hole. I liked it. One of my favorite holes out there, but it's tough. Is course record still like 67? I think so. That's wild. Maybe 66. <clears throat> yeah, that's wild. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Like it's it's got like a little Everglades feeling to it, but not quite in the Everglades. Old course. Yeah, yeah. Those. I mean, driving in, it says like beware of gators and like. God damn, I've seen some big gators out there. Oh, um, I heard a story that one morning, the first guy out, he was on hole number four. So, like, all the way out here, and a gator, when he was going around the bend, jumped out of these, like, palmettos and, like, into his cart. Yeah. Obviously, it, like, went out of it quickly. But, yeah, it was, uh, it's pretty nuts. Pretty, pretty crazy story to hear. <laughs> now I can't stop thinking about it. I know. It's all good. Oh, fuck it. We'll get, get out of this. Is this my charger or yours, by the way? Uh, That's yours. Yeah. I got some blue on mine. Um, cool. So, anyways, what do you do during the holidays? Or Christmas? Like when I'm at home? Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Yule, <laughs> Yuletide. It's, uh, it's your Christmas house here, if you couldn't tell. But, uh, like, what do we do as, like, a family? Or, like, what do I do in, like, golf? Anything. Prep, or I guess we can talk about all, but what's your days consistent of traditionally and this year? Um, usually we just kind of chill, you know, go to some family parties on Christmas Eve. Like during the day, I work out and hit some balls, maybe try to get out to the course if it's nice enough, but usually isn't. But I have like a little golf room back there, hit some putts, and I don't know, it's kind of for me, it's kind of tough to take that much time off. I mean, I just took four days off without touching a club, and I'm, like, itching to get back. And so I shipped my clubs from L.A. to here instead of Virginia because I just didn't want to fly and just leave them there. So um, they should be here tonight, and I'm just probably going to hit balls for a few hours tomorrow. Do more mechanical stuff, you know, because you can't really work on hitting shots in a net. But um, when it comes to, like, family stuff, we do some parties we do a lot of drinking you know it's just like a vacation eat some good food eat some skyline of course mm. yeah uh, i had some of that when i was back already yeah i'm probably gonna go tomorrow if it's open but yeah man it's usually just like simple shit i just try to keep up with like working out and try not to be too lazy but also get a break because i know once i get back to la it's going to be a gr- back to the grind so for me, it's just a lot of maintaining stuff and, you know, seeing friends that I haven't seen because I only come back here once a year. Like me and you. Yeah, exactly. Coming up on an hour of us hanging out, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it's a call back right there. At least so, an hour. You said at least an hour. It's going to be at least an hour. <laughs> Still waiting for the edible to hit you. We'll see. It'll hit you. I don't, I don't know if it's enough. It, it will be. Trust okay. me. Okay.
Okay. It's good. It's good shit. Uh, but yeah. So like tonight we're going out to dinner and we're gonna be drinking a little bit. I mean, it's like what am I? What am I gonna get up for tomorrow? You know. The sun, man. Where? <laughs> You're right. <laughs> It, the sun was out this morning, I will say, but now it's a, it's a typical Cincinnati winter day. Yeah, nice and nice and gray. Mm-hmm. Did you see what uh, Joe Burrow said, by the way? No, what he said. He said like he got asked about like all the COVID stuff and like what how the Bengals are like because they don't have many people on COVID the COVID list. He said, well, there's not much to do in Cincinnati, so that's probably why our players are not getting COVID. <laughs> I was like, Damn. Nah. When it's cold out, man, you hunker the f- down. Yeah, that's for sure. You like go to your neighborhood bar and that's it. Like I'm not, I'm not traveling more than two miles away from my house. Mm-hmm. And half these guys have houses like this, you know. Yeah, they're all out here. Yeah, they don't live downtown. Mm-hmm. And so they got like their own little like golf rooms in there, or, or like yeah, workout gyms, or yeah. like basement bars so they can have like their own friends over like their own little group that they're I mean, staying healthy it's such a different it's such a different lifestyle than like here or like could you imagine miami like, or la like their yeah. stadium is like 20 minutes away from my li- from where i live which is like really close especially in la yeah compared to everything else for sure but yeah i mean well here it's like 35 40 minutes to pull around and that's with no traffic so, yeah, that's, I mean, all the players live out here, and there's nothing, there's literally nothing to do out here. No, unless you want to go out and play golf. Like, we're going downtown tonight. You're going downtown? Yeah. So, yeah, you, so you have to go a little bit to do anything out here. But, not talking shit about Cincinnati, because it can be fun, but... You miss it. You know you do. Come on. I miss I miss some of the people. That's it. That's all. Coming back home is like kind of like an overplayed song. I wouldn't mind coming back. Is Dorn moving back? Mm-hmm. You yeah. told me that. I know Sonny did. Yeah. Yeah, Sonny came out with some of the... Of course. Um, yeah, Dorn's moving back. I mean, he's just going to travel and... Well, TPC's um, PGA Tour and Corn Ferry only, right? And it's like... Sawgrass. I think Sawgrass only. TPC Sawgrass. Yeah. Because the other ones you can still do. Because that's the only reason you move to Jacksonville. What's to play Dyes Valley? Yeah, well, in the stadium, but you play Dyes in the offseason. Well, now they can't play Dyes Valley anymore. That's so dumb. And I think they're going to do that for all TPC courses here soon. It's going to be Corn Ferry only. What's up, dude? I'm telling you, PJ Tour is gonna come down. I know. There's gonna be some competition. Watch out, boys. Yeah. Also, you have me down for the Corbin and Gopin, right? I got your email. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. I include you in the past players email. <laughs> I was like, who treatment. else can I put in there? Oh, Mike Wolf Golf. Yeah. Just getting that special treatment. I know a guy. Mm-hmm. It's like some plastic in the fucking sock. Anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, what do you usually do on, like, when you come back home? You just hang? Oh, well, we got some family gatherings, usually the night before on, uh, Christmas Eve. But, nah, I mean, it's chill time. Right now, it's just downtime for 
for golfing. Like I haven't swung a club or been out and played any holes. Um, like I said, on that disciplinary break. Yeah, what do you, not to cut you off, but what do you do when you come back from taking time off? Do you just like go out to the range, hit some balls, or do you just kind of go out in the course and get try to find your fuel? Uh, I try to play, and if I do work my way up, it's all like short swings, like putting, uh, short game chipping, wedges, mm-hmm. and then like I won't start hitting drivers until like later in my session if it is like the first time. I would say just so you're staying loose. Yeah, but I also like creating momentum and I think like good momentum from like the starting points, like the shorter swings really helps with like the longer stuff. Okay. And so that's one reason I do it. And then I like I said, I'll I'll do that or I'll play. Just like dive right in, just get after it. Yeah. That's probably smart because you just kind of go back into play mode instead of mm-hmm. instead of being just like in your think box. Well, there were times when I was injured too, and I wasn't doing much playing or practicing, and I was playing pretty well. Like back when I had my wrist injury in 2017, it was kind of like lingering. So I put KT tape on it once a month for my tournaments, like one one out of every four tournaments, and when I would take that time off or just kind of really be conscientious of where I'd put my energy and time for my golf game that I I wasn't doing much playing or practicing, like I said, so it helped. I I was playing well. Um, I'm not encouraging not playing or practicing. I think keeping the pencil as sharp as possible and sharpening that pencil is uh, the best way to play consistently. So like I'm, I'm, definitely not saying like taking a break is for everybody or like how long you take a break is um it varies from person to person so yeah i mean i'm i'm pretty ready to pick up the club again yeah i will say but i don't know if it's going to be tomorrow or if it's going to be monday we'll see um but who knows it's it's gonna happen soon so it's about time and um, I got my little break and I'm ready to just turn the gas on again or turn the ignition on again I feel that yeah I mean I just was at uh, my girl's place in Virginia and I took like four days off and every single day I took off I was itching to to hit a ball and I'm not a fan of taking time off because I feel like I just lose a step and I I hate having to feel like I'm getting comfortable again like I just hate that feeling yeah no I I feel you especially like you know I was starting to hit it better and sort of play better and then you know you stop I mean the holidays are such a I'd say it's a like a speed bump in the the season and so I mean but you you know you got to do it and I do feel refreshed and I do feel like I have an extra uh like I have like more fire like lit so I'm like excited to get back out there but also it's just I just hate having to like rebuild everything because like my short game of putting I don't I don't really change I don't change anything ever because that's always been like solid part of my game but like with my golf swing I don't mind it as much is because you know I feel like I'm always making somewhat of a change mm-hmm. even though I'm trying to even get away from that but I don't know it's just something about being rusty I just don't like and I feel like I've 
been doing that since I moved to Florida after after college because we almost had to take that break every winter out here. Yeah, and being rusty sucks, man. I'll be honest with you. I mean, I was I've kind of felt some rust when I was working out, starting to pump some iron again too, man. Like doing body weight stuff only gets you so far, and like once you start trying to lift that stuff again, you're like, oh goddamn, like yeah, oh shit, and like you're, you, what I like to say. I said this a lot when I was on my hike back in October, a 30 miler in two days. God damn, should have split it up to three. But anyways, what I always say to myself in those situations is like, we're in it. Like you're in it, buddy. Like, just like, you know, like how it feels. Just suck it the fuck up and do what you got to do. And that feeling is different when you're lifting weights compared to when you're golfing, obviously. But yeah. Same, same, but different. Yeah, I mean, I even had one. I worked out one out of four days, and I mean, your body definitely needs that. But like, I mean, I, I, I work out every day, so it's like one day off feels weird for me. But forcing yourself to take some time off, at least for working out, allows you to come back better, like more refreshed. But golf, I feel like it's just not like that. Maybe yeah. it's maybe for like mindset. Well, there, I mean, I definitely feel like there's some times I've seen it firsthand in myself, one, and in others, where, like, you do need that time away. I think that's good mentally, though. Physically, it sucks coming back. Sometimes. I mean, I've known stories of guys picking up a club and shooting 66 after they haven't played in a year. Yeah, that's true. But, I, I mean, like you said before, I feel like it's different for everyone. So... For me, it's just like, like I, I take days off every now and then, but that's, I can't take a day off the same week of a tournament. Um, because I just feel like I kind of lose it. Not lose it, but. You know, you know what I mean. Just like that feeling of like. Yeah. Huh. This feels a little weird. Yeah. No, I mean I've had plenty of tournaments where I've finished well or I had a good tournament, and it was the end of like a str- of a span of consecutive terms I was playing and I either had like a big break or an off season and it's like well shoot like I want to keep this momentum going you know and I feel like that's kind of what you're communicating as well too yeah it's keeping nice. the pencil sharp like I said earlier yeah that's kind of how I roll <clears throat> so I always try to keep the pencil sharp and keep sharpening it word so, anyways, uh, back to the holiday stuff. <laughs> what else do I do? Uh, if I got to get any any last minute shopping done, I definitely do that. Yeah. Just out, just dicking around with my mom and brother today. Um, I didn't have to do anything, but we were just picking some stuff up, and, and that's about it. Maybe try to catch up with some people if I got the time. I mean, I, I did with uh, yesterday. That's what my day consisted of, was catching up with some people that I needed to see. Whether it's business or personal or whatever. Or me. It was more so, yeah, or you. <laughs> it was more so business in that case. Yeah. But also personal because I love the people. <clears throat> They're awesome. Mm-hmm. Show love everywhere. Shout out Snoop Dogg on, his, on the Joe Rogan podcast, I still didn't listen man. to that. Did, so, you didn't? No, I didn't. I oh, posted man. on the plane. 
If I can recommend any podcast to y'all, it would be the Snoop Dogg one, or Joe Rogan with Snoop Dogg, November 11th. Go give it a shot. It's like four hours, so it's a it's a long drive's worth or a couple workouts worth or whatever you do to fill your time, but totally worth it. Got spec for Snoop Dogg, too, man. That <laughs> yeah, dude I've loves heard good everybody. Yeah. Yeah, man, he's, he's still somehow relevant. He's like 60 years old, which makes me feel old. Yeah. Might start doing the shit he does. Spoiler alert, he was playing some uh, some of his songs on uh, on the podcast. Like, they were hooking it up and everything. He was like, I got to show you this song. Like, he was he was trying to promote it, one. but well, Yeah, that's why um, he's on it. Oh, yeah, definitely. And promote himself. But he's such a... he's He just loves being in front of the camera, loves people, loves everything. If he's got something to do... Hey, I found my charger, by the way. <laughs> he's like... He's <laughs> if he's got something to do, like, he does it. And he, if it's fun, he keeps doing it. It'd be fine... And if it's really funny, finds a way to get paid to do it. He's like the Shaq of the hip hop world. Dude, Shaq's all over the place. Yeah, Shaq yeah. FaceTimes him on it. Oh, really? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> That's crazy. Hey, you want to know a funny joke? <laughs> oh God, yeah. Why does Shaquille O'Neal dislike the B fifty twos? Because now he can't finish any text or letter or any sort of message with love shack <sighs> that's my dad joke for the day that was that was something it was <laughs> some people are out there laughing or cringing but hey as long as you as long as you get laughs on that do you ever get laughs on that yeah well, funny story about that. There's this uh, Thai restaurant I go to in Pinehurst, and one of the guys, he likes to tell me some jokes whenever I come in. And so I was in there the last time, and he told me one. He's like, all right, I got one for you now. And I told him that. And then he tried to really just Tommy top me, and he went overboard. <laughs> I'm gonna tell it. So just parental discretion is advised on this on these next few minutes. But um, he said, "What does a blind gynecologist and a bloodhound have in common?" Oh man, they both have wet noses. Oh, and uh, I was God. like, "All right, okay, like that's a little uh, that's a little dark and." Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Vulgar is one word. Very. But That's yeah, funny. he ended up telling it to like a table of old ladies behind me too. Oh God. Awareness is just not there. Huh? No, his, his awareness was not there. <laughs> oh, they didn't like it. Oh, of course not. I don't know if they were regulars or not because they were kind of like throwing it back, but not, I couldn't tell if it was like. I mean, if he went up to them and he didn't lose his job after saying that to customers, then they have to just know. Yeah. Yeah, but anyways, like, one of his buddies um, from the store over walked in two or three minutes after he said that to the ladies, and he looks at him, he's like, you're lucky there's ladies in here. (laughs) Oh, man. Thai fusion. 
What? Sounds like a great guy. Yeah, he's, he's interesting. <laughs> okay, so we figured out our guest for next week if he wants to do it. <laughs> we'll find out about the column. Hey. What's Not much. You're on the podcast recording right now. What podcast? We're we're recording a podcast. Oh, you and Mike? Yeah, traveling athlete. Right on, dude. We were curious if you wanted to be our first guest next week. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm in. You give me a call. Perfect. Love it, yeah, man. man. You guys having hey, you a guys great doing day? Okay? Yeah, we're uh, we're uh, two thirds into a recording right now, so we were just bra- we were breaking and talking about who we wanted as a guest, and so figured you'd be a great one. Oh, that's cool, man. Thanks, thanks for thinking about me. That's 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 awesome. Yes, sir. Um, I'd be glad to do it. Yeah. All right, brother. Well, we'll get up uh, later today. Yeah. I'll give you a shout after yeah. this. Okay. Sounds good, guy. All right. Peace. Yep. Later. All right, there you go. Paresh, I'm in. Our first, first guest. First guest. Episode 11. It's pretty wild. 11? Yeah, just like... Barry Larkin episode? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Could I tie some Cincinnati into it? Um, yeah, so I guess it's a little tease for next week. There we go. So, a little filler. Paresh was Delta Force's... Uh, now plays professional golf and um, yeah served our country for a while he was in the military for 16 years a uh, combination of navy marines and army and like i said he was all the way up to like delta force and special forces and uh, i think he was a medic in it he'll he'll give the spiel but uh yeah that's, that's awesome that's so awesome yeah man so, yeah i'm excited Anyways, uh, what do we want to finish on? What do we want for Christmas? Yeah, it's, if you could, if you can get th- something right now, it's obviously like realistic. Like obviously, you'd want to say like a TrackMan or whatever, but something realistic that you could get right now. You could do golf related or just anything. Whew. Is this something that I could actually get for Christmas? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, for the sake of this uh, podcast, I'd really like some AirPods. Oh, yeah. I want that for you. <laughs> right? Um, yeah, that's one. But I'll do a golf one, throw maybe another one out there, too. Um, and then I'll throw, like, a real, like, fantasy wish like list dream, one, too. Like a dream gift? Yeah. Like a dream gift. Dream gift for the dream catcher. Um Shout out Dreamcatcher Golf. <laughs> Surprised we made it this far. Uh, <laughs> I've been doing a little post for Hot Asana, the studio I'm working at. Yeah. I got uh, challenged for a little challenge, so a little eight-day post challenge I'm putting up on Instagram right now. It's really helping. I mean, it helps a lot with poses and whatnot, so... Like, if you want to work on your technique in certain poses or, like, feeling certain things, I'll um, just take a look at them. And there's other ones in the past, too, and we'll put some more up. So throw up some golf shit, too. But 
well, don't know how I got off on that tangent plug in more Dreamcatcher, but <laughs> there we are. Um, so yeah, another wish list thing I'd I'd like is man, like a rucksack, you know, for the backpack and adventures I'd go on. What is that? A rucksack, like one of those big backpacks. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that was, uh, did I ever show you the videos of me and Paresh on the hiking trip? No. Oh, we'll probably talk about that too next week, but yeah. Um, yeah, we had these big 60, 55 liter rucksacks and we kept everything in there. We probably fit like 30 to 40 pounds worth of stuff in it throughout the 30 miles. So it was, uh, dude, it was tough, man. But yeah, no, that's, that's definitely what I need. Cause I used his and, um, I really like one and then yeah. golf, dude, man, I just want, I want like I want a new three wood. <laughs> That's the first thing. Okay. And I want a five wood. Uh, a five wood? Yeah. Why? Damn. I got a hybrid right now and I really like it. And I can see myself keeping it in the bag, but I'd like a five wood maybe just so I could hit it higher and land it softer into greens. And see, I, I do. So I have a hybrid and a two iron and I switch them out depending on the golf course or depending on how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. Like a two iron's more of like a. I need something off the tee, but I also need something that I could, like, lay up with. But a hybrid I have for par fives. And so it's, like, high enough and it lands soft enough. But I feel like a five wood just would go too far. Especially if you're going, what, like, four? How many wedges do you have in your bag? I got three wedges. Plus a pitching wedge? I got a... I go nine iron, 48, Vokey, 54 Vokey, 60 Vokey. Okay, so you have a three iron in your bag. Yes. Okay. So, okay, that sounds bad. Cause I go, I go four iron, two iron, or four iron, hybrid, three hybrid. Um, Cause I have fifty eight, fifty four, fifty, and then pitch wedge. But yeah, I mean it's, I don't know, five wood. I guess. I mean whatever. You know. You can switch it out. So I got a thirteen five three wood that I tune up to a fourteen two five. So I got a fourteen two five three wood, two wood, whatever you want to call it, and then I got a nineteen degree hybrid. And that was the that was the bird, peeps. It was not a telephone. Every beep or whistle you've heard has been the birds. Just so you guys know. Um, it's fucking annoying. Anyway, so like that thing's just super hot. And I hit my driver. Like this new TSI 3 driver I got, I hit it so well that I can choke it down. I could bun it. I could do whatever the hell I want with it. And it's just such a Swiss Army knife for me. That That's such a weapon. Yeah. And so it's not like, do I really need like to hit a a three wood, two hundred and ninety yards? No, it's too far. Yeah, and like I can two eighty. I can do the same thing with my three wood that I do with my driver and choke it down and hit it two fifty if I want. But yeah, and then that's where my hybrid comes into play. So I'd like to maybe tune something back, get like a fifteen degree. Daniel just got a sixteen five. And, I, one. and I think he's tuning it down to like 16, 15, 7, 5. But um, yeah, like a 15 degree 3 wood and then maybe like a 19 degree 5 wood because like I do, because like I do hit it so far, not to brag, uh, <laughs> I'll have 250, 260 yards into a green, maybe even 240 sometimes, 235 into the wind. And 
like I'll hit my hybrid or I'll be, be, be between my hybrid or my three iron. And a lot of times I got to go with my hybrid and sometimes I don't have enough spin on it because it doesn't have that spoon like uh, loftiness and softness that a five wood has because a hybrid turns more into an iron, which doesn't in turn does not put as much spin on the golf ball for those uh, that aren't too familiar with physics and golf. Um, wow, I just totally contradicted myself from a past podcast, but <laughs> hey, I guess I'm broadening my horizon. There you go. Um, I'm left brain and right brain after all. <laughs> so yeah, to put it simply, <laughs> after the explanations, like those are the reasons why I'd like a three wood and five wood, and some fresh wedges, obviously. Who who wouldn't use that? Yeah, that was, couldn't use that. It's something on my mind right now. Yeah. And then I'll tell you my fantasy after you tell me yours, your right. stuff too. Some wish list things. Um, something that's like kind of something I've thought of like always wanted because I am such a I'm such a grinder. I don't really play as much. I practice. I mean, we've, we've talked about this. I'd rather practice than play any day. Um, I'd like to have some kind of launch monitor, even if it's like the the small flight scope one, you know. I don't need the track, man. I just need to know how the ball, ball, how far the ball is going and how fast I'm swinging it, you know? Just like when I'm working on speed or something like that, I feel like that'd be very beneficial. And plus those can go, I think they're like 300 bucks. It's not too bad. Um, I need a new 58 degree. I wear mine out. Mine's needs to be replaced soon. I have a backup, but it needs needs to be modified and you know, all that dumb all that dumb stuff but i don't know like outside of golf like i don't really use much i I already have like airpods and you know i don't need like i think getting a new phone nowadays is more inconvenient than anything plus my phone's perfectly fine but i don't know man i don't really need much maybe maybe like the new xbox (laughs) (laughs) what is it now it's not xbox one anymore it's xbox like I don't even know what it's called, but I know it's like impossible to get them. And if you're trying to buy one on eBay, it's like over a thousand bucks. So not really worth it. Do you even need it? Like, do they still make games for Xbox One? I mean, yeah, I'd imagine because everything's digital now. So yeah, what is, but what's the difference? Is it better graphics? I think, is it a I think some of the games. I think some of the games are not going to be compatible with the old Xbox. Yeah. Um, Does that guy's neck tattoo say "Life is Good"? <laughs> Austin Rivers. That's Austin Rivers? Yeah. No shit. Yeah. Uh, I think it does. It says life is something. I mean, that's cool. I mean, I promote it. Life is good. Hell yeah. <laughs> Just, I didn't see it coming. Like, like wow, I'm reading this guy's, t- this guy's ink. Life is good. I mean, yeah. Shout out. Anyways, I, I apologize. No, you're good. Um, I don't know, man. I just don't, I don't really need anything I just I got my my bag is good like I got my I got I mean I had my club stolen like eight months ago so I basically had to get I mean I had to get a whole new bag so everything's still fairly new um yeah I don't know like my I mean my mom was asking me what I needed I was like just give me some socks I go through a bunch of socks all the time. Yeah, dude, I'm getting holes in my underwear now. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I got a few where, like, on the elastic waistband, it's starting to get some holes yeah. up there. I'm like, shit. Nah, I've had 
Yeah, I've had to throw. I like hold them up. I'm like, what the hell happened to these? And I think like when I first got them, I'm like, oh, that was that long ago. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Um, once you get a good pair of underwear, you hold on to it. You don't think anything of like getting another pair again. No, no, not at all. Um, I would say like golf shirts, but and been been all set on those. Been being sent. Shout out to Proud Ninety Snowman Golf. Dreamcatcher, of course. I have to throw you in there. Uh, you know, just hooking me up. But uh, Story Golf as well. I'm going to get him on there. Sammy, good dude. Sam, you're coming on soon. Yeah. I don't know you yet, but I am. <laughs> Sam, I am. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know, man. It's just... I'll take I'll take a mini launch monitor, but I, my dream... I mean, my dream would be, like, having a track, man. Not because I... I'll, I use all the numbers, but just to have, it's such a good tool, you know, especially like just, I've been starting to do the clock system with my wedges again, uh, like nine o'clock, 1030 and kind of gauging off of that just to get more consistent. And I was on Sam's, uh, foresight and it was just like, it was just so nice to use because you don't have to guess and not using range balls, but yeah, I don't know. What's your dream? Dream gift. My fantasy dream fantasy. gift. Yeah. Um, it's gonna happen, but I'd like to go on like a another like kind of backpacking trip, but it's like something that lasts a month. Maybe I go like on the other side of the world. That'd be pretty sick. That's my dream gift. Someone give me the time for that. <laughs> I mean, when I was thinking of this, I was thinking of like material things. Material things. Yeah. Okay. Because I because I have one too. I have a trip as well that I want to do. But you go ahead. Okay. And I'll tell you What's your trip? trip? I want to go to I want to go to Euro. Yeah. Never been. Play like Euro tour. No, just like go. It doesn't have to be with golf. I mean, if it is, but I'd rather yeah. just see everything. I yeah. don't want to. Mine's Australia, New Zealand. Yeah. That's where I want to go. That's my fantasy. Yeah. I want to I want to go to Europe, like Paris, all that. Just see it. I mean, I got a, I got a girl now, so be cooler with her. You know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Having trip with a sidekick, Chica. Yeah. Or, yeah, it's always good to go by yourself, but going with someone else, too, is always, it makes it that much better because you can share a memory with someone. Yeah. Um, okay, so, dream gift. Get me a house. You said dream gift, fantasy, material, man. Like a fucking house. Give me a fucking house, dude. Like, do you want a laptop? Do you want like a fucking iPad? <laughs> I want a fucking house where I can do work out of, right. and, like all sorts of work. And where? Do my where do you thing. want this house? I don't know. <laughs> I haven't gotten that far yet. Maybe here, oh maybe Cincy, you know those maybe things. Cincy, maybe Pinehurst, maybe somewhere in North Carolina. I really like North Carolina. It's, it's, it's beautiful out there. Yeah. <laughs> what do you? What about you? <laughs> you said, I said track man. Oh, track man. Enough. I mean, if it, if I want to get well, I didn't know if that millions. was realistic or not. That's not realistic. I'm not hitting the millions, and uh, I'm saying track is realistic, and that's like twenty grand. You're saying yeah. like. Probably a million. Six digits, at least. <laughs> Probably pushing seven. Probably pushing seven. 
Oh man, I don't know. It doesn't maybe, have to be a, a gift. It, it can be a gift to myself, can't it? Well, yeah. I'm just, yeah. I mean, like I would have said, new car or something. I mean, I I, I like my with, car. So do I. I'm just saying <laughs> it'd be it'd be nice. Fair enough. Oh man. <laughs> All right. Well, those, those were those were gifts. That was. That we're was gonna great. end on that. Yeah, we'll end on that note. Um, it's five one three. Shout out Cincinnati. <laughs> We are here. It's a good, good time to end. Like, uh, we're ending at 5.13 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, this is the bonus Christmas episode, so after you're done opening your your gifts, or if you just wake up because you're an adult now, you can just drink some coffee, which I'm probably going to do tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just have a, have a good Christmas, happy holidays, all that. Um... We are going to have an episode on Monday, so so listen to this tomorrow, on Christmas, whenever. Shit, next week, it doesn't really matter. You're just going to have an extra episode. And uh, we already teased the guest. Um, that will be out next Monday night. Any, Sir. Anything else? No. Um, likewise, uh Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, whatever you celebrate, believe in, um, one love, I guess. And then, uh, yeah, like, share, follow, subscribe to all our channels on yeah. Instagram and YouTube. Traveling Athlete Twitter. Pod, Instagram. Uh, please give us five stars, like, whatever, comment, do all that, follow. Help, just help us out. Um, we are actually coming out with some, some merch as well. So we'll probably post on Instagram about that. Uh, so just keep an eye out. It's still very early in the in the process. But, but yeah, a lot of, a lot of good things coming out from over here. And, uh, yeah, so if you're traveling, safe travels. Dave, it was actually pretty cool doing this in person. So... Yeah, make it happen again more. Maybe you come out and visit me, or I come out and visit you. Hell yeah, I'm down. I'm down for that. All right. Well, what is this, the 10th episode? Episode 10. Episode 10. Logging off. (laughs) Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. Oh, shit. We got to do it again, dude. Let the lens cap out.